Hello there and welcome to Building the Ark with yours truly, Rose Shiko. This is a podcast about personal growth, self-building, and development. Building the Ark is about hope, encouragement, transformation, and living life to the fullest with purpose and intention. Today's topic is 1% strength versus 99% weakness. Have you ever had 99 problems and only one thing is working out for you? But because the problems are 99, the one is swallowed up in the 99 problems. Here's a story about the children of Israel found in the book of Exodus chapter 1. And I'll be referencing from verse 8 to 14. These children of Israel were living in a land called Egypt. And in Egypt arose a new king who had no history of the children of Israel. So he looked at the children of Israel and said they are multiplying and they are growing. And these people are going to become mightier than we are. So let's come up with a solution here. Let's solve this problem. He decided to solve this problem before even it becomes a problem. Let us deal cruelly with these people lest they multiply, and in the event, event of war, they join with our enemies and fight against us. So let's make life hard for them. And from verse 11, it says, They set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens. So they made them slaves. But verse 12 says, The more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were in dread of the children of Israel. So the more they oppressed them, the more they were cruel towards them, they continued to grow and they continued to multiply. So verse 13, they up their game and they make them work harder and harder. Verse 14, they make their lives bitter. But these people kept multiplying. So they realized this hard work, this slavery is not working. So the king comes up with a plan and he says, this is what we're going to do. He told the midwives, when you go to assist these women during childbirth, you are to kill every male child. So the midwives, they feared God so much, they were not able to do it. So they made up a story and they said, by the time we get there, the children are already born because these women are so strong. They are not like us. They are so strong. So they continue to grow. They continue to multiply and they continue to be mighty. So it reached a point all the way to verse 22. Pharaoh said, this is what I'm going to do now. Every male child that is born is to be thrown into the river. He was still trying to find a solution to this problem of multiplication. Let's look at the children of Israel. They were slaves. They had no rights. They had no priorities. No opportunities, no voice. They had limited access to anything. They had no money, no ownership of anything, no economy. Let's look at the Egyptians. They had wealth, riches, land, opportunities. They controlled the economy. They had power. They had everything working for them. The children of Israel had nothing working for them. So Egyptians were clearly at an advantage over the children of Israel. But they feared them. They felt threatened. 
But are people who are helpless lower than them? Are people who are less privileged, people who are less than them? They felt threatened by our people who could not put two and two together to save their lives. Are people who had no money, no economy, nothing to their name. The only thing the children of Israel had going for them was that they were multiplying. So with reference to this story, ask yourself, what do you have in you? What are you carrying? What skill? What talent? What idea and what tools do you have? What is this that your environment, an environment could be a person, a people, a situation, a location. So what is this that your environment can see in you that you cannot see in yourself? Because every time the king saw the birth of a new child, he feared. He saw strength in the slaves. He saw a mighty army. So the children of Israel had that one strength, and that was multiplication. They continued to multiply. And as they continued to multiply, the Egyptians feared them more and more. And when we look at their multiplication as they were giving birth, they were giving birth to slaves. Because they were slaves, they gave birth to slaves. The future of their children was already predestined to be slaves. So it's not like they would say, oh, my child is so athletic. They're going to be a professional athlete one day. My child loves to read and write. They're going to make a great author one day. Or my child loves pulling things apart and putting them back together. They're going to make a great engineer one day. Nope. Every child that was born was a future slave. So your strength may not even look like a strength because you have 99 weaknesses. So that one strength is swallowed up in all these 99 weaknesses. Because 99 is greater than one. If you have 99 of something, you have more. So the environment can have 99% control and you have only 1% control. The environment can have 99% in their hands and all you have is 1% in your hands. As we continue to look at this story, it took one person, and that was Moses, to bring freedom and liberation to the children of Israel. But when you look at Moses, he was raised up in Pharaoh's house because his mother hid him when he was a little baby, hid him in the river, and Pharaoh's, child, Pharaoh's daughter found him and raised him in the palace. So this is Moses, supposed to bring freedom and liberation to the children of Israel, but where is he? He's in the wrong house. He's in the wrong environment. He has no connection with his people. So sometimes you have that one chance, that one opportunity, that one moment, that one thought, one idea, that one great door that's supposed to bring you freedom and liberation. But it's in the wrong place. It's in the wrong environment. Moses was that one person, but he was in the wrong house. He was in the wrong environment. So that one strength that you have is in, engulfed in the 99 problems that you have. But we see Moses, he got to a point, he outgrew his environment and he realizes, I'm not really an Egyptian. My people are out there working as slaves. 
And to cut the long story short, he killed an Egyptian. Then he ran for his life. He went out into the wilderness and God called him back to come and set his people free. So who is this environment or what is this environment? The environment can be that one person that has the corner office at work or that one person that just got promoted and they do not like you. It could be the person that has it all together. They have the career, the education that you don't have, but they still don't like you. It could be the person with money, with vacations, traveling, but you smell a pinch of jealousy, even if they have all that going for them. It could be the location where you are. You have the skill, you have the zeal and the potential to do more, to advance, to grow, to progress, but you're not granted that opportunity. You're not granted the resources or the manpower or the education or the freedom to do it. I have an assignment for you. Let's do this. List all your limitations, 99 of them. List them all. Then list just one strength. We're not looking for two. We're just looking for one strength. Is that one strength engrossed in the 99 weaknesses such that you cannot see it? Remember, your environment sees your strength. They see your value but you do not. Yes, there's the 99 you have no control over. The children of Israel could not do anything about their living conditions, but they could do something about the one strength they had. They could multiply. They could give birth. What are you doing with your strength? This has been Building the Ark Show with yours truly, Rose Shiko. Be intentional, reevaluate, and implement.